Adulting is a roller coaster of really high highs, low lows, and everything in between. If you are in the thick of this ride and changing your mind every two seconds about whether you are enjoying it or not, you're in the right place. Every two weeks, join the Adulting Out Loud hosts as we talk through our experiences as certified adults, offering each other encouragement, inspiration, and a good laugh. We hope to leave you feeling refreshed and ready to face everything adulting has in store for you. Thanks for listening. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Adulting Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Yunia, and I'm joined today by Caroline. Hi, Carol. Hi, Yunia. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. It's good to be back. First episode of season three. Yvonne is not here with us mm-hmm. today. We miss you, Yvonne. We can't wait to have you back. Yeah, come back soon. But we are joined with a guest today who we are excited, more than excited to introduce to you, more than excited to chat with today. We're going to be talking about mentoring, all things mentoring. And our guest today is a friend from way back, way back. When we're thinking about who we would love to chat with about mentorship, all of us were just like Julian, Julian, Julian. If you know her, you know why. She's like a wealth of wisdom. And so, Julian, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's so good to be here. And thank you for having me, my old good friends. It's so good to have welcome you. Again. Introduce yourself, Julian Gazoni Edube. Who are you? Let us know. Julian Gazoni Mwaura Edube. He's a mom of two, is uh, a wife to Robert, who is Ugandan, and Julian is Kenyan. But I think the best is that uh, she she's a child of God. That just is just the best thing that I could ever introduce myself because uh, that, that breaks every other identity that I have uh, and it aligns it really well. So I, I, I have a place I belong. I thank God. That I am many, many, many things, but what I am right now is a student. What are you studying? Tell us a bit about what you're studying. Uh-huh. I am doing a PhD right now in educational studies. Uh, that mm-hmm. is basically uh, a doctor of philosophy that deals with um, issues to do with higher ed and basically education. Okay, before we start, Julian, with our topic for today, I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions just okay to get to know you more so snacks do you like salty snacks or sweet snacks are you a sweet tooth or um i'm originally a sweet tooth my body can't allow me to stay sweet so i try to say stay salty <laughs> adulting no i doubt it. <laughs> no. warm weather or cold weather warm <sighs> yes I hear you. Night out or night in? Night in, day out. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about mentoring with you, Gillian, because we know that you've done great work, a lot of work. You still do, not you've done, you've done, you're still doing with mentoring. And so maybe to start us off is to ask you, what would you say is the importance of mentoring. I remember in our last, our last discussion, we, we touched a bit about this. It was just really a bit. We felt like there's so much more um, that can be said about why mentoring is important. So we'd love to hear from you. Why do you think mentoring is important? Um, I will 
I will start up by asking you a question, both of you. So can anyone mentor? I just want a yes or a no. Yes. Yeah, that's a good place to begin. Uh, and I think for all the listeners to just know that anyone, and when it starts with anyone, that means anyone, like, you know, not special people can, so anyone. And, and so why is it important? When we say mentoring, it like comes as such a blanket that you never know, like, so what is this relationship? What is this that we are doing? And um, I love what uh, a book it's called Connecting by Robert Clinton and Paul. He cuts it down into different types, types of mentoring. I found that very helpful because I get people coming to me, asking me to be their mentors and in areas that are weird. And I'm like, well, uh, no. And you know, they are frustrated because they think I should, I know like, yeah, you should just mentor. I'm like, what, like, why, what, what exactly? And so uh, they say there is, you know, there are different types. So there is discipler, that would be for Christian or for religious uh, sake. And, and so you would be, you know, working with someone to help them on the basics of following Christ. You know, that, that's someone mentoring the other. Then there is a spiritual guide, uh, which is usually someone you, that gives you insights, directions, you are accountable to them. That's a spiritual guide. And then there is a coach, you know, a coach would be someone with a skill, a set of skills that they would pass over or someone who motivates you to, to run, you know, just like a coach in any game. So they are, you know, out there, they have maybe their expertise in a certain area and they work with you. And then there is a counselor, you know, those who give timely advice, you know, when Yunia is about to get married and she's like, I need this advice right now. And so that's why you hear, we are, you know, we are seeing a counselor, but that's a mentoring relationship as well. Mm-hmm. And then there is, you know, a teacher. So that, that uh, the teacher, the teacher uh, mentoring relationship would be people who pass knowledge to us. And that's why you have, People saying, you know, this book has mentored me, you know, or this professor has mentored me, and they maybe even don't know. So, like, they they wouldn't say the same. They wouldn't be like, Julia, I'm mentoring Julia, and they don't sometimes know. So there is that that uh, that relationship as well. And then there is, you know, they call it a sponsor, which is like a career guidance, like someone who is guiding you through uh, what career should I take, what profession. It's good for me. And then finally, they say model. So a model being someone who inspires you, you know, and, and brings inspiration to you, like the work they do. You look at them and you are inspired. And again, this one may not even know. So I think for me, that was very, very, it was very important to have that framework. Because when people come mm-hmm. to me, I want to know, or when I go to people, I am saying, this is, this is what I am looking at, or this is, this is it. So that you're not having expectations that I'll be telling you about prayer and asking you how many times you have prayed while I am supposed to work with you about something else. So that for me is very, very important. And I remember, <laughs> oh my God, we make making Because the point of contention. Yes, we're totally like going to veer off yeah. <laughs> before we even start. But um, 
Yes, there are just so many questions around that. So we're wondering, like, how long does a relationship take? Should it have a time frame? Um, should you set from the beginning, what is it you're going to be mentored on? Is that then a mentoring relationship or a coaching relationship? And then also the whole question of can someone mentor you without that person knowing that they are mentoring you? So And also whether it's formal or informal. Uh, oh, mentoring. yes, whether it's formal or yeah. informal. That's what I was going to say. Uh, it, ha- it has a cultural, uh, I would say it has a cultural uh, background to it. So if you, if you are in the West, mentoring relationships are very clear and mm-hmm. uh, defined. They are, you know, the time limits can actually be set. Mm-hmm. And, and, they, and that because they are, they are, their lives are, are structured. We could try to put, that's why for me when someone says in Africa, you know, I'm giving you two hours of counseling. I'm like, yeah, like, what? Well, how can you, how <laughs> can you say that? Like, what? Are you counting the hours? Like, mm? and that's why we actually can't pay counseling. Because That's we are like, what? Like you, you, you're charging to cancel. I still remember for our, 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 our marriage, someone said they wanted to cancel us and they wanted us to pay. And both of us were like, there's so many people outside here, like who can just help us? Like, why would we be so? So different from the Western view where people pay, people pay for, for a lot of these relationships. And mm. if they are not paying, they also want to be conscious and aware that they are involved in a relationship so that they can give it its best, but also so that they can provide, you know, create time. Because again, our differences in culture, you know, ours allows that you could just come into my house and just sit. But here, mm-hmm. you can't land in someone's house and just be like, I'm here, you know? And so, mm-hmm. so we, have, we have things to celebrate in Africa about uh, these mentoring relationships, but I think that there are things we could borrow from this culture that would help us more. But the second thing is to say that, um, again, because of the fact that we are never aware of, we are not self-aware, you know, we don't go through a lot of critical thinking as a culture to become self-aware of what we lack. Mm-hmm. We do not think we need mentoring most of the times and so we don't go out asking people to mentor us you know it's it's those who are leaders or those who are maybe ahead of us who sometimes can identify you know a particular gifting and be like i'm going to maybe help this person and so it's not defined there is, you know, there is so much, you know, there is no structure around it. And so it messes, it just messes it up as we are talking about it right now. But having lived in this culture now, I see the difference and I see the beauty of, of the spontaneous ways in which I have related with people. But I also see uh, the hindrance in which maybe there are people who could have invested more in me if they were just intentional with fewer people or something like that. So we have a lot of informal mentoring that happens in our churches, in the, you know, in our organizations, but then they are not formal. And, and that just makes it really hard. But for social media, I would say those would be like, you know, models. So you could have a model that, that you look up, you know, TDJ. I mean, TDJ will never know you. 
but you could, you know, every time he goes on, you know, you're like, oh my, I like this guy or whoever. And for me, it's not DDJX, but I have, you know, for example, currently I have someone that uh, that really inspires me. That's Chimamanda Ngozi, uh, the Nigerian. And, mm-hmm. and, and for me, it's like when she speaks or just hearing her thoughts and her, you know, like she's, she's such an inspiration to me. Yes. I am very sure I will never probably meet her. But when I just listen to a TED talk or anything, I'm like, yeah, this is good. Like this, I just love this. And so she inspires me from very far. So there could be those. But then that seems to be replaced in this generation with not wanting to have physical people. Because you're like, no, I'm working with, I don't know who, online. Man, that's, mm-hmm. that's good, but it's, uh, it's supposed to be, you're you know, it's not necessarily a way. Yeah, there should be. <laughs> there is, you know, there is a, a, you know, it's, what do you call it? It's two way. It's not one way. So it's important. So I think for me, the most important part, the most important reason that I go for mentoring or I am mentored is because nothing is new under the sun. People have gone ahead of us in every way uh, we could ever dream of. And for me to reach my God-given potential, there are many stages that I have to go through. And those stages, other people have gone through them. And so it is just important for me to acknowledge. And so that's one of my biggest reasons. And then the other reason is, so I would say in terms of being mentored and mentoring. So so that's one for being mentored. Now, there are people who come to your life and you're like, oh, my god like this is such a, this person has done so much in my life and you're like how can i pay them back and i have one person i keep telling i keep just telling her i can never pay you back but i can pay you i can pay forward and that's one of the biggest reasons that i i work with people because people have worked with me and i can't pay back and paying being able to pay forward is saying you know allowing and working with someone else just like others have worked with with me. But also because we are not an end to ourselves. Whatever knowledge, whatever skills, whatever expertise, whatever it is that I receive from other people, I am not an end to them, but I am a steward and I should be able to steward the giftings and the things that God has given me and pass them over to someone else, whatever it is, even if it is making food, you're not an end to it. I mean, anytime we become an end to anything we have, we become an idol, you know, we become narcissists, just worshipping ourselves and full of ourselves. Moving from the mentality of individualism to community, I think that's where we 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 benefit from the importance of, of mentoring. So to follow up on that, we would really like to know who has mentored you and what impact did they have or do they have in your life? I would say that I have four, I have four directions of mentoring that happen around my life. So I have an upward. So if I was to draw, I would say upward, downward, you know, sideways and sideways. Uh, and upward, I would say there are people that have uh, mentored me. They are, I look up to them and they have mentored me in diverse ways. And I could say in the list that we I talked about, I have people that helped me basically follow Christ, like mm-hmm. help 
yeah. those basics. And, and that relationship exists up to now, but it does not exist in the same way it did when I was coming to Christ. And that's, that's the question you're asking about time limits, you know, like that ended, but the friendship continued, mm-hmm. you know. Then I have, I have had, you know, people who have spiritually guided me in terms of accountability. And, and those are people that are, are probably so there is the upward upward then on on both sides and then down so i'll talk about the upper one first and i would say that cycling my professors uh have mentored me heavily i have models and i have a coach currently i have someone who is coaching me with uh uh you know lots of writing and stuff like that and and so th- that's an upward relationship but on the side, I have people who who I mentor externally, but are my peers. So two way, the two sides are my peers. So people who are my age mates, they don't look up to me. You know, I they would be either yeah, I speak to their lives, and then on this other side, there are people who speak into my life. The downward is people that I'm working with, but I have one person that has greatly impacted my life, not just for a season, but for a, the person that has impacted my life for a longer season, which I wondered what category they fell under. Uh, mm. But she has greatly mentored me. So how did you two find each other? Did you ask her to mentor you? Did she just take up the challenge? Like, how one did that the, one work? One of the qualities, I think when you are uh, seeking to mentor people, now I know, is seeing potential and i think she was content with what i was it's not that she was coming to make me better but probably she was like oh there's something here you know so i didn't ask her i actually supervised her work i knew i I loved and respected her so much but i didn't ask can we can you formally work with me but i just naturally came in and i think for me i really prefer those natural you know relationships where they flow and and you can be able to actually relate in a friendly way because I think from my background, if you say you are here to mentor me, I just freeze. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I totally prefer the natural, the natural thing where I don't feel like you're my supervisor. Now I have to report like about my life. You get what yeah. I mean. Like for that kind of style, it takes someone who is very intentional. Like 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 what you've described. Someone who will see your potential and yeah, take it up. Because I think it takes real wisdom to uh to discern and see uh gifts in others, their potential and skills, uh, and then reach out to actually uh pour into their lives and, and help people on that course, which is actually the story you've just shared about, yeah, Aunt Linda seeing that in you and then just getting on the same path to just see how you grow in that. And I feel like you have, you do the same, for so many people, young people, but personally for me, I remember when I was finishing my studies, my uh, my degree at at MOBS, the first time I met Gillian, I felt like she uh, she discerned like what God was, was wanting to do in my life. And I think that that awareness of uh, of people's lives and 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 just yeah stepping up to help them is really a gift that you have and yeah i think i'm so blessed to have that in my life and have experienced that on my journey i'm thankful to god i don't even think i'm conscious i'm not like i keep thinking 
yeah, I hung around with Carol. I, I like, oh yeah, Carol was such much fun. You know, I'm like, you know, oh my God, how much and I think that's, I think, and I think that's it. That's the quality because then it's, um, it's effortless. I think I struggle especially with, with the interdependence. Like I, you know how I say, so I'm in your life, but you are in my life. So that's the place mm-hmm. I have wondered what's the line, you know, like mm-hmm. I want you to, to watch my life, like walk with me. And, yes. and while I walk with you, I'm not, I'm not here to fix you, but I also have issues. So like yeah. uh, talking through, and it's not because I want you to help me, but for you to see how fallen and how I struggle. And so, you know, saying, I know your struggles. I probably overcame that, but I'm, an, I'm on another one. So let's do this. So I think for me that that, because it makes you vulnerable and you do not become you're not an idol like people don't go like oh she's like amazing but they should they'll be like she's amazing but i know she struggles yeah that's right <laughs> but how much like how much where is the line like you've asked like let's say i'm struggling with what with my finances like i'm just really horrible i'm not saving i don't have anything like i'm just basically spending all my money not being a good steward at all and then you're letting me into your life and you're letting me know maybe you're even still struggling with it mm. at that point like mm. how do you let me know that it's okay but this is not how it's supposed to be do you get what i mean because you letting yeah. me in into your life and being like no it's okay i'm also struggling with this or i also struggled with this might ma- let me stay at that point be like oh it's it's fine then like what i'm doing mm-hmm. is fine seeing as mm-hmm. even the person i look up to is in this same place and then mm-hmm. i just stay there how then do you move forward to be like it's it's okay like you know but but then this is how you should get to this place that you should be i think that uh, at that point for me it's i look at I mean, I want to be able to trust. So that's something that I am struggling with. You're struggling with and you come to me and it's probably I have struggled earlier with it and so probably I could help you through. But if it is something that I struggle with and letting you into my life, my thought is if I know I am on the right path of seeking out truth or seeking out, uh, you know, help, I will bring you on that journey to seek for help with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will not settle at, yeah, I mean, I, these things, you know, like I'm, I'm doing this and that and, and yeah, it's okay. Let's keep doing it. No, but it will be, for example, currently, I mean, this parenting journey for me that is really hard right now because I am struggling to, to let go, you know, the power and authority of a mom. Uh, but when you start having an 11-year-old who has an opinion and you can no longer say, I mean, it's me talking, you know, the ability to, to let go. And so I'm struggling with that. And what have I done? I have let in uh, a few other moms who are struggling and say, so being able to say, this is how the day went today. I acknowledge that I am doing this so badly and I, I just need help. So there's this book I'm reading and this is what it says. I'm trying to practice this. And so uh, I have some ladies that I'm working with, you know, currently. And, and I know how encouraging and how they are also working walking their journey through with me who is struggling but my my attitude is not uh i don't care like i'm walking through this and uh, it's not a big deal like you know i don't even want anything new i'm not learning or something no Mm. and that's why it's very good to check you know check where people are as they walk with you so that 
we can design that, okay, this person is in a, in a fallen state and they are not interested in getting out of this. But if you notice that they are on their way up, like they are really trying to get out of that, then that's the best person to hang around because you can fall together and rise. Yeah, so that leads us to our next question about what qualities should one look for in a mentor? Qualities. One is, I mean, being able to be, uh, you know, to, to see people and see potential. But that comes with listening. That comes with with sometimes you know being quiet so that you can learn people or you know not being you all over but letting other people because then you can be able to see who they are and so you know being able to see potential but also like we said someone who who can who is patient enough to to tolerate mistakes and 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 be, make peace with with raw material because people want perfect people but you know one who is who is ready to deal with raw material because we are work in progress and so the ability to to be patient and that assurance that i'll be here is something that is a, is a gift it's such a gift no matter what i will be here you know like whichever way you turn out even if you end up not not being what i'm seeing even if you turn out you know having become so you know, like the most perfect person that I've ever seen in that area. The thing is, I'm here. And and so for I think that's another quality. It's safety. So that means you have an environment. You're creating an environment where people can be vulnerable, but then you don't you're not idolizing who they are becoming, who they are and the work you're doing, but you're letting them be to be, you know, you're letting them be shaped, aware that you're just not the one who is doing the work. But there is someone else that is doing a greater job, whether it is coaching or skills or whatever it is, because we are not we are not a source of a lot of things really. All things, you know, there is God is sovereign, and mm-hmm. so He's only using us. And and that leads me to a place where people fall quite a lot. And mentors, in I mean, I mean mentors fall like me, where you want people to become like you. Uh, mm-hmm. You go making small Gillians. Uh, when you see this person, they look like. Gillian. And they, you know, and the temptation is wanting people to be like you. But I think that one quality of a mentor is one who allows others to tap into their lives, but make meaning of what that is to them. Mm. You know, you you have you people becoming who they are supposed to be, thriving yes. in who they are, but not becoming like me. Not not that they would, you know, start they make decisions that are similar to mine. They just do everything that looks like me. I think that is such a bad quality. You need also to, to, to trust people. It's not just about people trusting you, but you trusting. I mean, it's hard because you never know the risk, but sometimes there are things you just trust. You're like, this, it, it can't be really bad. It can. So you, the ability to trust people, but also confidentiality. Yes, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. A big one. For people, when people entrust you with their lives, like they tell you things that they do things or tell you things they expose maybe the ugliest part of their lives or the maybe it's something they don't know so as a coach or someone who is helping them they are just vulnerable before you and so being able to you know work towards mutual confidentiality of you will tell me this it's going to remain it's going to remain here and it can you know it will not be used anywhere i think one of the areas that i've suffered is where 
yeah. people used things that I told them in such mm-hmm. a relationship. They used it against me in a very important decision or something. And I'm yeah. like, oh, and you're like, oh, yeah. why? I think for me, that's the biggest fear of like yeah. this person is just going to know too much. I think for me, I graduate. Like I, I will let you, I will let you in little by little. If you are coming into my life, like yeah. and you. I'll I'll be like release small and see how you handle like how you deal with it and mm-hmm. then continue and then continue and and I think I easily once I trust I easily just go ahead but I I would also say that it needs to you know people have their identity in many things but being a mentor I think one of the qualities for me I look at are people who are not about their knowledge and about the activity you know like they are Ojilian we need to you know walk with you I know this I could teach you this, but I want people who can practice, who are like people. I, I look for people who, who walk the talk. Like mm-hmm. I know, I know for sure, for sure. When I visit mm-hmm. them in their homes, they are the that's same. They are. Mm-hmm. That's right. The, so, so like that's something for me, even if you're like, Oh yeah, I could mentor you or like people look up to you. I'm like, well, it's okay for people to look up to you, but if it's not adding up in your house, if it's not adding up in the way you treat people, if it's not adding up in the way you deal with every other person, but you're feeling nice around me because you want to mentor me, I'm right, doesn't look and also flexibility people who allow you to you know they could be wanting me to to do this or they think this is what i need but they can easily flex you know they're like oh that's what happening okay okay let's let's talk about it they're not like today i came here because we need to talk about (laughs) (laughs) if that person doesn't come to my house at this time This doesn't work. Like it could be like Carol is not even able to come. Like can I can right. have flexibility? You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, a, that's I, a, that, I think that's another thing we talked about Carol last time about yeah. who does the responsibility fall on to make this relationship work? Is it for them? Is it the mentee or the mentor? So like if the mm, mentor has these right. rules of like if she does not come to my house at this time, she yeah, like, yeah. so at that point is it up to me who is being mentored to make sure I, I am like in line yeah. with these rules or else I'm thrown out <laughs> or like who on whose shoulders does a responsibility I remember Carol being so big on the fact that it is the both of you because it's a relationship yeah. yes mm-hmm. and for me I'm thinking like and you had I, a different perspective yes because I was like the mentee if, if I'm the mentee and I came and asked you Jillian to mentor me then I should so... I should put in effort like I can't just be there waiting for Jillian to follow me around I know follow up on yeah, me and and like, mutual. I think as a as one mentoring people you have to make sure that expectations are expressed otherwise you have people expecting too much or too little and so being able to mutually affirm the purpose of the relationship is very important so i mean if if it's if it's getting formal actually it's really good to be able to set expectations and say we are going to read uh this book once in that and you're supposed by this time you should you should have done two pages i will have done two pages you know this is the expectation and both of us agree yeah can we do this yeah i'll be like no that's too hard for me i can only read half a page you know 
so yeah so so like you're listening to each other so so that the expectations are both mutual and they 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 are flexible how have you dealt with uh julian how have you dealt with mentoring relationships gone bad like uh either maybe you you mentored someone and you felt that your efforts were squandered or like they didn't really uh turn out the way you expected people don't in my culture people don't like controversy or to evaluate but mm. i think i have really come to appreciate evaluation so mm. i have as a mentor who is growing you know and and being nurtured and growing in my journey i have asked people questions you know like what do you think you know wh- how has this been you know evaluate me how am i doing but that is being vulnerable and that's mm-hmm. not easy but i yeah. think that has helped me a lot because then i have people pointing out and saying you know this this is something that i didn't like and and so that means i could go back and look into my life and see is this something that i need to change or is this actually uh, something that i just can't change and so i need to be able to either you know know that this is who i am work towards getting better and so i would say that evaluating my relationship with people that i mentor has been very helpful recently i have done um a survey with people that you know I, i'm working with and said i want us to talk about controversy with civility differ with me give me one thing that you actually think is crazy and you just can't bear with in this relationship and they you know they would be like one two and i'm like okay go ahead like speak about it and i'm here and i'm like god help me because i need to be able to get to make peace with that like to to have people you know point out things about give me feedback because feedback helps me improve yeah so mm-hmm. I, but also some i just i just you know you we can just provide a closure you know be like yeah, i think this is hard like i don't think that i mean i would be probably they would be like you're not helpful or i'm not maybe probably this is not helpful and i'll be like yeah bless you move ahead you know get someone else or this is we are in the vineyard there are many many people and god can can really help you so and others of course i have to confess i just i just do a silence game, you know <laughs> that's the one we all confessed to Yes. the last time that's the word we're all like yeah, yeah i just went silent it was that you never grow when you do that it's bad it's horrible yeah it's really bad jillian <laughs> we yeah in in our time now we we have lots of resources at our disposal mm. from facebook uh, like social media churches mm. line uh books everywhere which you can access online in all versions sometimes for free others you have to buy or even people we have we have, we have relationships around us so many of those and we are wondering how what uh, what advice or what would you recommend as resources to young people or adults to give them context on how to move forward in mentoring our relationships how can we discern 
the resources we have at our disposal right now to be able to, to grow on this path of mentoring? I would say the first thing is, is, uh, is that God has many people and, and indeed people are the greatest resource that we can have for, for mentoring because you know mentoring is relational. And, and that's why, I, I mean, I could give you books, you know, I tell you, look, and there are books that I think are, you know, amazing uh, about mentoring. Uh, Robert Clinton has done so many, so much, you know, book, so much writing and research on mentoring. And it is one that I look up to in very many ways as a leader. But I would say people, like there are people around you that God has gifted so much that you actually, you could tap into. And I think uh, for every person listening out there, it is really good to become self-aware. So being able to to lean into books and, and maybe who tell you the truth about who you are, you whether it's ugly or whether it is beautiful, you know, people who this, this is, I, I see this. And when they tell you, you become aware. And I think my question is, how much do you know about yourself? And so invest in finding out who, who you are. And that way you will be able to know in which areas you need help in. Because mentoring is in you know, there are so many areas. It could be counseling. It could be something you're going through, you know, trauma or a hard thing uh, that is hard to deal. And, and there are people that could actually help you out there. Uh, it could be a stage in life, you know, parenting or, you know, motherhood or singlehood or jobs or career, being self-aware. So it took me long to be able to concentrate with myself because we are very busy outside there. And so one of the greatest tools is becoming self-aware. And so my recommendation being, you know, look for books that are looking inward so that they help you understand the things that, the, the things that you, you lack and the stages in your life that probably are ahead of you. And that way they, you know, you seek for help aware or even people you hang around are people who you know have gone ahead and it helps you not stagnate. I love your emphasis on, on, on people, on, on the resources around us in, in relationships and, and, and community, because I think that is what is, what young people need most right now, uh, given uh, the technological advancements of, you know, online presence i think a relationship authentic relationships is a is an area that is uh being neglected and i think any mentoring relationship and growth will have to flourish in in community and relationships all right thank you so much jillian you're welcome thank you so much for having me and i do appreciate and and pray that this can keep growing and growing and that through this uh, you will have you know you will be able to reach out many young people out there oh thank you thank you for listening until next time bye bye bye